Today's show is brought to you by Podbean. If you're starting up a podcast, get hosting and support our show by signing up at podbean.com slash r slash sbfvgs. Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 56. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is David, Tracer's secret admirer, Tate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she's so cute, guys. Oh, she's so cute. Lovely. Oh, hopefully Senpai will notice you. (laughs) And also joining us is super guest friend, Casey Lawrence, a.k.a. Ultima Kills. Heyo. What's going on, Casey? How's it going, buddy? Pretty good. How are you guys? Real Doing good. Great. Uh, thank you great. for that wonderful intro, Adam Freddy Redding. Because <laughs> I, because right when, right, I don't know, it's a really stupid one. Right before we started the podcast, <laughs> I said, Ready, Freddy. And so there it is. <laughs> oh, I get it. I see what you did. It's really dumb, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> the Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast comes to you every fortnight, each of us coming to the table to discuss one burning topic from the world of gaming altogether, one topic only. Uh-huh. <laughs> but first... That was, that was a little bit more elaborate than it needed to be, I think. <laughs> yep, I agree. I, I like to be thorough, you know? Okay, yeah, just to make sure they understand. I get Make it. sure That's they cool. understand mm-hmm. the rules of this thing. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you guys playing? I'll, let's let our super guest friend go first, I think. Oh, I think well, so. thank you. No problem. Uh, so, let's see. I'm uh, definitely playing a little bit of that Overwatch, as we all Ooh. know. Crowd favorite. As you should be. Uh, what mm-hmm. skins did you did you end up getting with that Halloween event? Oh, man. I, uh, I had to buy 30 extra <laughs> loot boxes just yeah. to get the you skin. To. Just to get enough gold to buy the skin that I wanted. I didn't even get the skin that I wanted from the box. So did, were you there like at the, the 11th hour being like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to get it. And then just start buying oh, stuff. Yeah. I was buying on $10 at a time just oh, to hold out until the very last second. And I ended up getting the uh, Roadhog skin from a box, which is okay. okay, but I never play Roadhog. Right. right. Um, I wanted the Mercy skin. That was the one I was really going for. And mm-hmm. I ended everyone up, wanted that Mercy skin. And they knew mm-hmm. it. They knew it. Yeah. They did. The game they was it. rigged. I would the like to. Totally rigged. I wonder if they have stats to see how much gold people spent on the Mercy skin versus all the other ones. <laughs> oh, man. Because I'd That's be willing to one. bet it was far and away the most yeah the most popular through the roof yeah definitely so um yeah so i finally got up enough gold to buy it and i've been flaunting it if you got it flaunt it and i've been doing that (laughs) all over the place um yeah so so besides overwatch i'm uh i'm definitely playing that destiny oh yeah uh, Mm -hmm. along with david and uh yeah that's definitely that's how i met casey Mm -hmm. Uh, i met casey by going on this this website uh fireteams.reddit.com and i was looking for someone to help me out beating a raid and casey just happened to be part of the group that came along for that raid and uh and we've been we've been fast friends ever and since. that was the beginning of a love story the world has never <laughs> known <laughs> no actually that's that was the case with uh, miss maya from the last episode she she met her boyfriend through destiny as well destiny's just bringing people it together is. yeah it's pretty it awesome and, yeah, and mike's and finally mike's not here to poo-hoo it 
I know. Oh, I know. We could talk about Destiny all this night. Welcome and to Mike Super Best do. Friends Destiny Cast. Destiny. <laughs> so how about that? I am better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, you. So you're you're in the uh, Destiny and the Overwatch. Anything else you play in there? Casey? Yeah, I uh, I'm a Hearthstone regular, so I Ooh. play play a lot of Hearthstone. Touch of the Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. There you mm. go. And I'm also <laughs> making my way through uh, Fire Emblem Awakening on the uh, 3DS. Oh, oh, very nice. So, mm-hmm. so that's it for me. What about you, Sir David of New York? Oh, yes, that is I, Sir, da- Sir Big City Tate <laughs> Sir of Big New York. Sir Big City Tate. <laughs> uh, I have been playing basically the same things as Casey, uh, Overwatch and Destiny. Uh, also... I did pick up the um, ultimate edition of Skyrim and I was like, I wanted to wait for reviews so bad, but I knew it was just going to be Skyrim again. Like I knew it was going to have the same bugs that it's had since it launched (laughs) and I knew it was going to be a little prettier, uh, but I just wanted to play Skyrim some more. You didn't have any Uh, hope that they would have fixed some of the bugs? I'm sure they did fix some of them, but you know, I, I never really experienced any bugs anyways. So, um, you know, I, I, it's, it's been great. And then, you know, so it was kind of an impulse purchase. I was down in, I was down in New Jersey visiting my grandparents and I tried remoting into my PS4 and I was able to connect no problem. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, now I need a game to play. Yeah. So <laughs> That's I went how they on the get store to. and I, yeah, I saw Skyrim just sitting there on the store. Just sitting there for the like, taking. Yeah. So I bought it and then I played it like, so I, it, my PS4 was in my apartment in new york and i was down in south jersey or not south jersey like ah, it's somewhere by the shore in new jersey don't worry about it it's fine <laughs> um but uh and then i was just playing some skyrim like over the internets and uh, what a time we live in guys. it's amazing it's it is amazing world uh and i've also been playing that overtime oh yeah um mm-hmm. yeah working sweet, working over 50 hours overtime. every week <laughs> so great uh it's the best so being, not being having a grown-up is just the best oh it is just the best <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. so yeah i've been playing a uh, little more no man's sky but really the star of this past fortnight has been lego dimensions been, mm, been playing I, that. Have, I have seen you putting time into that for sure oh yeah i've been playing that bad boy with my boy um helped him build does there does it have co-op yeah yeah it's it's basically just like any of the other lego games except for um the building aspect and the various different you know environments and and uh worlds you you jump into so but yeah we sat there for actually it we got started right in the middle of editing the last episode of the podcast (laughs) that he came in he was like can you help me uh can you help me build this uh the portal i was like yeah so we went out there and as as people people know me i'm a lego expert i you know i can put these little guys together like nobody's business so Mm, you are just the pro oh man the the ultimate pro lego builder (laughs) and when i say that it's completely facetious because it was like (laughs) i'm like scratching my head looking at the screen looking at the book like where's that little piece you know i did i was i was a little better than he was so we did go a little faster than had i not been helping but yeah so we've been playing that it's a good time he keeps calling superman though so you know Mm. I just, I just love the fact that I can walk in into the room and see something like 
um, you know, Superman driving the Batmobile and running over Gandalf, you know, <laughs> like that. Mm-hmm. It just, it warms my heart. And the, the cockles of your heart? The cockles of my heart. And <laughs> yes, nice. So, and I was telling Mike this and he was like, oh yeah, um, yeah, Ireland, his daughter, she's, her favorite is um, Wonder Woman riding Marty's hoverboard from Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So there's, there's just so many great combinations. That is so weird. Yeah. <laughs> and, and is the Batman in this game, is it, is it Will Arnett? Yeah. Yeah, nice. You know, I, I think it's Will Arnett. I guess I would have to it fact check be. that. I mean, it sounds like him. I mean, but is he like his, his character from the Lego movie? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I'll, I'll we'll double check that later. Fact checker. Yeah. Loop loop back. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Mm-hmm. But yes. So, you guys want to but Yes. <laughs> yes. You want <laughs> Yes. You, do you want news? <laughs> oh, wait. What was that? Yes. Uh, uh, do you wanting news? Oh, I believe the word you're looking for, what you're saying right now is the news. <laughs> oh, and he held it. He that? held it for a little bit at the end there. Yeah, I, I held oh, the yeah. pose that I was in. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I guess let's go ahead and dive on into the super best friends video game sleepover Reddit, the subreddit. Oh yeah, yeah. So oh, what we're yeah. talking about right now is you guys can submit stories for us to talk about on the podcast by going over to reddit.com/r/sbfegs. Submit stories. We'll talk about them. This is literally the list that we're using right now. Yes. So I love it. So, so do it. Um, one that really just just made me feel good inside was the story about the seventeen hundred Chinese Overwatch cheaters that were caught and banned. <laughs> <laughs> David, do you care to elaborate on this one? Oh man. So so Blizzard has been very diligent in looking for people. Um, cheating and you know they have ways of detecting they have all kinds and it's mostly pc players that are doing this um and what they do is they just permanently ban them so even if you paid 60 dollars to get overwatch um if you're cheating they just ban you and you can't connect anymore for the rest of your life yeah you're done um so this in this time they found a bunch of hackers in china that they went ahead and uh banned so it's pretty great yeah that's pretty, uh, it, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. This is something is that I've thing. been following a little bit, actually. Um, I, I try to stay involved in the Overwatch community as a whole, and they seem to be very happy with the steps that Blizzard is taking as far as getting cheaters out of the pool. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, this is probably the, I don't know, maybe fourth or fifth like large scale ban that they've done and, and not just in China, like across the entire player base. So, um, right. You, if it was always that, China, we'd, we'd, we'd cry foul. We'd say, hey, Blizzard bunch of racists. Well, you'd be surprised, uh, how, how many people over there, but, um, yeah, it's very interesting. And, and it, they, people bring up, uh, like the little gaming shops in Korea where, from what I understand, the the people there don't actually purchase the game. They're like renting it. Hmm. And so banning those people isn't really 
as beneficial because they didn't actually pay for the game. So they could just like sign up for another hour or whatever and get another <laughs> copy of the game. So it's kind of interesting. And there, there was a big, huge debate on the uh, Overwatch subreddit about how to handle these little gaming uh, shops like in Korea. So it's, it's pretty interesting stuff if you're into that. Yeah. No, yeah. Just um, ban the whole IP range. Take the whole shop yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing to come out of this story though is uh blizzard publicly posts the handles of every BattleNet user that gets banned <laughs> and and so and there's just, just some great ones them. like yeah like there's one here killing you makes me tired was one of the <laughs> people that were banned another one was i do not like loneliness <laughs> <laughs> one of them was straight up named aimbot like mm-hmm. that was his name aimbot. and that's kind of bold <laughs> One of, uh, oh, never mind. I thought it said mayor of Illinois, but it actually says mayor of Ilios. So that's not quite as funny. That's a, that's a city in Overwatch. Yeah. So that was another name, but anyway, pretty, sweet. pretty great. So I hope there's no Reaper in heaven is another name. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, good that times. is good. And that's great. So you guys, you may have heard, but if you mm-hmm. own an XBZ and copies of Mass Effect two and, and three, uh, Do you mean an XBZ one? Yeah, yeah, XBZ Uno, as they call it. XBZ Uno, on, that's what the, the kids streets. are calling yeah, it. Yeah, that's the kids, yeah, yeah, the kids yeah. call it. But yeah, yeah. So if you own Mass Effect two and three for three sixty, those two games are now backwards compatible on Xbox One. So that is pretty fresh. Yeah, it's pretty fresh. We Whoa. were wondering if that was going to be possible uh, because uh, there was like a limitation where you couldn't necessarily have backwards compatibility with games that were spread across two discs. And that was like an issue with uh, Mass Effect 2. Um, but I guess they Microsoft patched it and just laid them down on the service on ele- at 11 on, uh, what is it, N7 day. Yeah, so. A bunch of wizards yeah. over there at Microsoft. A bunch of wizards at Microsoft these days. Doing a bunch yeah, of I've, wizardry. Uh, I've been holding off <laughs> Which on... magic? I never picked up an Xbox One. I've, I've kind of stuck to my PS4 guns, but mm-hmm. the more and more games they're releasing to this backwards compatibility program, the more my eyebrows are starting to perk up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I think they had Red Dead Revolver, or was it Red Dead Redemption, you know, yeah. like a month ago? Yep. Um, between that and, you know, these Mass Effect games, these are some of my favorite games to play ever. And so it's really starting to pique my interest. And so you know, do the you possibility still, of picking you, one up. Do you own those on 360? I don't own them on 360. Mm. Um, but, mm. you know, I, that, so that's another thing to consider is I'd have to figure yeah. out. I could probably find a used copy probably. And, and hope that that works. <laughs> I wonder yeah. what the, when they announced these backwards compatible games, like I know with Red Dead Redemption, the sales of that game went up 6,000%. So oh my I wonder goodness. what it does to the used price when that, when they, as soon as they announce oh. it, if it spikes it, I don't know. You know, GameStop's going to do that. They, take, yep. they, they have all sorts <laughs> they of shenanigans they take part in. Yeah. <laughs> and anybody selling online, they're probably gouging those oh, prices yeah. like crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. So speaking of the Mass Effect... Did you guys watch the Mass Effect Andromeda official reveal trailer? I sure did. Many, many times. Many, many times. <laughs> yes. It, it was funny. It's pretty good. Yeah, it, it looks really, really cool. Um, I like that, you know, the way they've done the the, pro, the dual protagonist effect. Uh, it's not necessarily like, you know, the same character just gender swapped. But, you know, if you pick one character, different. you actually yeah. still have the other one existing in the universe and doing other things, you know. 
Yeah, that's cool. It got me thinking, I wonder if it's kind of like a Resident Evil 2 thing where, you know, you play different parts of the story, if depending on, you know, which which character you pick. That'd be pretty mm-hmm. sweet. That would be sweet. That's an interesting idea. Yeah. yeah, and then your decisions that you made with one character would... Because Resident Evil 2, it was kind of limited. It was like, oh, you took this weapon on this character, and now you can't pick it up with this character. Right. But or, yeah, the way maybe, that, oh, maybe you yeah. came through with... Uh, what's her name? Um, Claire. Claire, that's right. You came <laughs> through with Claire, and you took like every green herb in sight, and now Leon's kind of... you know He's out of luck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the way that Mass Effect, the way that they're, you know, story branching works i mean even the smallest thing with one character could make like have a huge consequence for the other that, that would, would be something that was really really cool yeah if they ended up doing that i would love that that would be so cool because it would you would not only have the various permutations of like your choices in your own story but you know how it ripples against the other character too so mm-hmm. i would love it that'd be pretty yeah. sweet yeah that would be Overall, amazing. I'm pretty excited, but I really, really, really wish the trailer had some gameplay in it. Yeah, um, that would be cool. <laughs> it, you know, uh, the only gameplay we've seen has has looked a little bit weird, you know? Yeah. Like it, it doesn't look bad. Right. It just doesn't look great, you know? And I want to see something great. Show me a cool, like, set piece from, you know, the first, you know, 30 minutes of the game or something. Just show me anything, you know? Yeah. You know, to be honest, most of the time when I watch other people playing mass effect it looks a little bit weird just from hmm. from my perspective like david when i've watched you stream uh mass effect 2 mm-hmm. i don't know for some reason it just looks a little bit less natural than if i was playing it myself so i huh. maybe that's just me um, that's interesting yeah it's it's kind of, it's kind of weird but maybe yeah maybe that's maybe they're thinking you know, it's it's one of those games you have to play to like, you know, I don't know. Could be. I don't know. That's, Could a, that's an be. interesting observation. Mm-hmm. So next item here, very exciting business. The PlayStation 4 Pro is out by the time the, yeah, this podcast out, drops. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so that's pretty sweet. Um, one thing I noticed on IGN, there's a, a big fat list on their wikis that actually details mm-hmm. the games that support it and with what modes and all that stuff. So whether it's just something like super sampling or if it's something like native 4k or higher frame rates at 1080p. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. that it'll break it all down. What games have what HDR, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. Um, the thing I'm the most interested in, because I don't have a, a 4K TV or a TV that supports HDR or any of that mon- nonsense. Mm-hmm. Monsense is what I was going to say, monsense. by the way. Monsense. <laughs> mom sense? Is that like the sense? <laughs> mom sense. <laughs> it's like when your mom knows that you and your friends are in your room and you're just like, you know, you're maybe watching a movie you shouldn't be. You <laughs> know. <laughs> Mom senses are tingling. There you are. You're um, in there. You're in there oh watching. My. You've rented The Exorcist on VHS. You know? How do they know? They and, always and they, know. And they come in, and they're just like, not in my house! <laughs> <laughs> True story. I don't know. Moms always know. True story. Um, yeah, so what was I saying? <laughs> I don't even remember anymore. Uh, mom sense. Something about mothers and having, that like... You, you don't have no, a 4K no, nonsense. TV. <laughs> or any of that nonsense. Yeah, okay, yeah. Casey. I knew you'd help us keep this show on track. That's what, that's what um, I do. Yeah, that's what you do. Uh, so, I have a PSVR, yes, however. Yes, you do. And I want to see what what the PS Pro, PS4 Pro can do for my PSVR. Yeah, so that, so that, that's that wiki will interested. talk about that as well. Like, it, it'll talk about PSVR games that will get a better frame rate or, you know, what have you uh, because of the 
the PS4 Pro. So there you go. Mm-hmm. I so didn't, uh, I do not have any of that fancy stuff either. I don't have a <laughs> PSVR. None of that but, nonsense. Um, I have been reading a little bit about the controllers that are coming out with the mm. oh, yeah. Pro. And I was wondering if you would be able to use those with a novice PS4. I mean, what are they calling the original? <laughs> the PS4 P- yeah. vanilla? O- OG vanilla PS4? PS4? <laughs> yeah. The hobo PS4, I think we... Yeah, the, okay. <laughs> that works. That works for me. Hobo! But uh, I, I was it. wondering if, if I might be able to pick up one of those uh, because I could definitely use the new controllers. I think so. Yeah, I think they did not limit it in any way I'm like pretty that. pretty sure they do work. Um, kind of like the HDR thing. Anything they could add to the existing PS4, they did uh, in the latest right. firmware updates. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Mike, uh, he's actually working on getting a new HDMI cable so he can try out Uncharted and infamous and all that stuff in hdr and report back oh, so yeah he's 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 out on assignment this week he's out on assignment he's actually <laughs> not feeling so hot so we we called in a ringer we we pulled it we pulled casey we said casey bubby bail us out bubby oh you got it you got it babe <laughs> oh man sparks are flying tonight guys <laughs> but yeah so um ign also reviewed the ps4 pro hardware at 8.5 so very respectable. Oh, wow. That's a. Did you say IGN? Yeah, IGN. I'm surprised it wasn't a nine. You know, because <laughs> nine GN. Oh, I get it. IG nine. <laughs> I get yeah. it. Yeah, you get it. I love the. Joke. I love the like angry comments on IGN. Like you can't spell ignorant without IGN. <laughs> so funny. People, oh, the vitriol that uh, yep. is unleashed on those forums. That's pretty. Funny. There are people that are convinced that IGN is paid. Oh, yeah. to give like the scores that they do. They're crooked. It's, it's All of them. Crooked. Yeah, yeah. There, there's there seems like there's supporters in every corner. It seems like every yeah. site that does reviews has people that nothing but hate all the yep. other sites that do yeah. that. It's it's pretty yeah. funny. And just just to, for clarification, uh, yeah, uh, IGN totally cool. Our buddy Eric. Hey Eric. Hey. <laughs> totally good. Thanks for your handsome face. Great site. Great site, everyone. Oh, Thank you for making it. Why didn't you call me when you came to Austin? We were supposed to go hang out. Oh, oh. putting him on. What is that called? On blast, I believe. Putting him on, on blast. blast. That's, that's right. It. Yeah, that's what the kids are saying. I was sitting by the phone, Eric, oh, for three oh, days man. waiting for you. Was it like, were you like by a window and was it like raining outside? Yeah, and I was fogging like it up from my side and I was like drawing little hearts in it and everything. And he just. <laughs> Seeing that flight of the Concord He found a song. flower and you started picking the petals and yep. doing the he loves me, he loves yep. me not. Oh. It ended up on he loves me not every time. <laughs> How unlucky is that? Oh my oh, gosh! So sad. It is very sad. Were you singing that "Flight of the Concord" song? I'm not crying. <laughs> it's it's raining on my it's, face. It's raining on my yep. face. It's a good song. Anyway, oh man. So you guys heard about this? I'm sure the Shadow of the Tomb Raider subway leak. Did you hear this? <laughs> I Vaguely. did. Okay. Yeah, so, I saw that. So some dude from IDOS Montreal was you know, prepping for probably some kind of PowerPoint presentation he was going to give. Um, and he had his laptop open on the subway and was just clickety-clacking away, typing stuff up. And there was happened to be uh, a smartphone-owning gamer sitting nearby, peeked oh, over, dear. saw the logo for something called Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and was like, holy smokes. 
snapped a very <laughs> grainy subway picture um but it's it's clear enough to read um and yeah so it it really it it, it i guess kotaku uh confirmed some of those pieces of the story that they knew about already so mm-hmm. um but yeah it appears that idos montreal is actually developing the game now instead of crystal dynamics Hmm. So it looks are like they trying to go yearly on the Tomb Raider franchise. Uh, probably not. But it looks like they are handing it off to their sister studio, which is a good studio. But I'm just, I, it's interesting to see if maybe the third game, if they'll be able to keep up the quality level that they've had the last two games. You know, hmm. I imagine Crystal or Dynamics. I'm oh, sorry. To- I was just gonna say, or if they wouldn't rush it to keep up that quality, which I think yeah. would be more honorable. Yeah, yes. yeah, for sure. I imagine uh, Crystal Dynamics just wants to do you know something else. They want to branch out, do other kinds of games. Jeez, yeah. Mm. I you know I gotta say as a as a as a fellow creative, I definitely uh, sympathize with people and and empathize with them when they get shoehorned into one particular mm-hmm. game. You know, like some studios get stuck in and they have to make the sequel and then the next sequel and the next sequel, like it's got to get old after a little while, yeah. you know, like you're just doing the same sort of game, and, you know, they iterate and try to throw as much creativity into them as possible. Right. But, you know, I like to see new things all the time and I like to work on new things all the time. And so when I, when I start doing the same thing over and over and over again, I start getting super unfulfilled. I start wondering so, about that anyway. with like studios that work on sports games. Um, oh because gosh, every single yeah. year it's like the same thing, just like a couple extra features, you know, or, or, uh, like this, uh, what was it? Like seven studios that were cranking out Assassin's Creed for several years there every single mm-hmm. year, you know, they, they had to be getting pretty sick of it, but yeah. yeah. Assassin's Creed was the one I was going to bring up. They put out a lot of, how many, like seven, six or seven games, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, the fir- it was like geez. the first game and then there was like a one or two year gap, right? There was. I don't yeah. know if it came out the very next year, but it was a couple years. Yeah, later. Yeah, no, there was a little bit of a gap for the first between the first two, and then it was like two, and then uh, Brotherhood two and Revelations one, and, and then there were pirating, <laughs> and then and three. Then were... Yeah, it was three. Then pirates, then more pirates, and another game, mm. and then like the spinoff <laughs> games. And, and then there was a Vita game. Yeah, there were two in one year one year. Or there was a PSP game, right? And then a Vita game. <laughs> yeah. There's so many. Oh I can't even keep track yeah. of them all. Although I did I, I did score Assassin's Creed Syndicate on a super sweet sale for like 15 bucks the other day. So Nice. Um, I'm going to be uh, I wonder if the story makes any more sense to the people that worked on it for all those years than, <laughs> than the players. <laughs> nope. I wonder if, like, as they jump from studio to studio... How do they keep the overarching story straight? You maybe know I mean? maybe like, that's why it's so hard to follow because maybe, they just like make up why. make up something when it goes to the next studio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, just making it up as they go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um, I've got here that game company, makers of Journey. Oh, yeah. They have teased their new game, so I I got super jazzed. I saw this one online. Uh, they they've said it's a game about giving, quote unquote. And oh, is it a Christmas game? I, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> One can only hope, right? <laughs> it's like a, you just—it's like almost like a VR game. You walk up and just hand someone a <laughs> present, and then watch them open it. It's the yeah. joy, the joy of giving. Mm, but yeah. Um, but yeah, the they're referring to it as uh, referring to it as that next game, which you know, of course, it's not called that, but. Oh boy! Pretty, pretty sweet you know, stuff. It's funny. 
That reminds me of uh, one of Ashley's handles at one point was that Kiki Blonde. Mm-hmm. You know, she must she she should go work at that game company with that Kiki Blonde <laughs> handle, right? <laughs> I think they'd hire her. I think so. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they they hire it's anyone fate. with a that something something <laughs> handle. So yeah, like that's kind of their deal. That's it's part of the uh, employment requirements. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get on it, Definitely. Ashley. We need we need more connections. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right you guys you ready for the tweets i am so ready for the tweets so so i I see i see we have a lot of them here oh yeah we got we got quite a few here um all the tweets all of the tweets yeah we got some some new pals and they were kind enough to uh to submit some some fresh jams here for us so (laughs) jam (laughs) so um we'll start with the community question um so this is i I put this one out there on the tweets um and people people gave me some pretty good responses here so basically i had said um who would you rather have written in on your presidential ballot because this is you know we're recording this on election day so um so number one the elusive man from mass effect Andrew Ryan from Bioshock fame and GLaDOS. So Mm. what do you guys think? See, I think, I think I have to go with Andrew Ryan, right? He's from Bioshock, right? I'm just not, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that right. Yeah. Yeah. Because he would just say, then you would just, Oh no, but that was, that that was the other dude. Yeah. Oh no, no, David. And oh, okay. Yeah, I am disappointed. <laughs> I am disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick would love that guy, but uh, no. Anyway, no, that's uh, the, you're thinking of the other guy, the the villain from the second half, half oh, of the game. Yeah, that's his name is. Oh, yeah. and wait, so, hey, by the way, guys, spoilers. I just realized that was a huge spoiler. So, uh, whoops. <laughs> oh, the game's been out forever. I, I, you that's know. true. Oops. That is true. So it's not really my fault, guys. I'm, it's not my yeah, fault. I might bleep it. Fault. I might bleep it, or we'll leave it in, and people will curse your name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. So, Actually, they'll curse my name because I'm the one that brought it up. That's true. <laughs> I should have just let David go with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, okay, Glados then, because she's just terrifying. I don't know. I don't like any of these people, guys. Well, that's exactly <laughs> the point. Do you like any of the presidential candidates? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I, don't, I feel like I shouldn't get into that. But, uh... <laughs> so, let's see. I guess GLaDOS because her voice is the coolest. Alright, alright. So, Miss um, Maya, she came in with the correct answer. She says, can I write in Barry White? <laughs> ah. She says, because guys, Adam, 2016. Oh, flattery will get you everywhere, Miss Maya. <laughs> she had the correct answer. <laughs> Uh, our own Casey Lawrence, he just posted a picture of oh. Andrew Ryan. So I think we know, I think we know his pick. That's right. What now? So why were you disappointed? Because I didn't get the reference, right? Yes. No, no. I, I was just giving you a hard time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he, uh, it, it's kind of interesting because if you, if you look at it from a serious aspect, I guess all three of these, they have good qualities mm. to an extent. But then, like, when you look below the surface, they are a little bit more sinister. Um, <laughs> I tried to pick all moderately sinister uh, yeah, candidates. Yeah, well, you, you did a good job. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I had to go with, uh, I had to go with uh, Andrew Ryan. All right. 
and and the, and the 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 screen cap that I posted in case you don't go up there and look at it. It's the uh, it's a statue of him and it's holding a banner that says "No gods or kings, only man." And mm-hmm. uh, it was it was that's something that's always really stood out to me from that game about that mm-hmm. whole city that was oh, built yeah. on people being able to reap what they sow and not having to worry about interference from outside sources and stuff like that. So um, that's the reason why I chose him. He, he was a very interesting character. Oh, he's an amazing character. And he's basically yeah. the male Ayn Rand the whole game. Exactly. But, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, if you've ever read Atlas Shrugged, um, you, you probably know that like the last like probably hundred pages of the book are just like her, proselytizing <laughs> like this it's this massive yeah. speech and at a, at a at a certain point you're like man i liked it better when andrew ryan was doing it because at least it wasn't this long <laughs> yeah exactly and he kind of does that too towards the end like yeah. whenever you meet yeah. him he just goes on this like 10 minute true spiel it's, about it's everything very, but... it's very appropriate so <laughs> yeah so our buddy jj says glados would be like the nsa to infinity and beyond <laughs> with her tech capabilities <laughs> It's very true, and she would be, I, I, but at least she would be kind of humorous as she was exterminating the humans. Mm, yeah, she would she'd make you laugh as she was killing you. Yeah, yeah. Great. And, and would we be getting like full fledged Glados or like little potato Glados? Because that like that makes a difference. <laughs> oh, that does make a huge difference. Huge difference. Oh, yeah. potato Glados. Uh, Corey writes, elusive man. He looks out for humanity, regardless of race or sex. Hmm. <laughs> Good point. Good All point. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lin- I mean, we don't know of any other uh, aliens in the universe at this point in time, so he wouldn't actually be an alien racist at this point in time. <laughs> Very he true. Could be, he could be a potential alien racist. Like, yeah, just he would, in if case. we ever discovered aliens, we'd be screwed. But yep. In the meantime, it would be a great existence. But I feel mm-hmm. like GLaDOS is definitely a PC master racist. Oh, mm. for sure. I mean, well, I am too. Kind of so. like David. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, uh, Lindsay says, "Glados for sure. I for one welcome our robot overlords." <laughs> it's it's very smart of her to put this on Twitter too, because the surely the robot overlords will will be able to find this tweet and say, "Oh, she's one of the good ones," you know. Yeah. As, as yeah, Bender right. would say, they'll put her on the do not kill list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Mike says, "Tough call." I feel like my our own Mike Lopez, of course. Oh, our he own says, Mike. Uh, "Tough call." I feel like the elusive man is really looking out for me, but Glados seems like she might sh- like she would invest us further in the sciences. <laughs> For science, <laughs> she's doing science all the time. She's only testing, though, right? Like nothing ever comes out of it. She's just, doing just tests. Oh, she's doing true. a ton there are lots of science, tests, but lots she's doing tests. that science though. Oh man. So much science. She 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 does so much science that she sings songs about it, how much science she does. So <laughs> So Chris, um, he writes in, he says, Now this question might be more directed to Adam than quote moneybags Tate. But I was wondering okay. <laughs> I was wondering how you were able to talk your significant other into allowing you to get a P- a PlayStation VR. I've been leaving oh. hints. I've been leaving hints as to what I want for Christmas uh, going on about two years now, but my wife isn't quite sold on the idea just yet. Any Aww. suggestions or tips? Thanks, guys. I do. I have a tip, even though it's not for me. You guys ready? Yes. Go over to a friend's house that has PSVR and let her try Ooh, one of the experiences. 
Yeah, it's the I my brother's wife does not really enjoy video games very much, mm-hmm. but she they were over my house. My my brother and his wife were over my apartment, and I we put the headset on her and we had her do the undersea adventure thing uh-huh. where you just are like standing in a cage, and she was like. She was engaged. She thought it was really interesting and fun. So that's cool. You know, I think that's your best bet right there. Yeah. I thought you were going to say your tip is don't have a wife. <laughs> no, 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 that's a depressing tip. That is not something I would like to recommend to anybody. <laughs> well, you know, there's time for everything. So Casey, now you made me sad. I'm Thanks sorry. Don't I'm make, sorry. don't make David sad. His that's laughter, not what I meant to do. His mirth is the heart of this show. Oh, <laughs> all right. So I guess I, I've been doing about the same, like talking about, you know, oh man, PSVR for like the last two years. Like, oh man, that's what I want. That's all I want. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that for free. You know, just sure <laughs> do. Sure, sure do want, sure do want that PSVR. That's all. That's oh, all I know. Sure do looks. Sure do. Sure do looks. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Now, sure do looks super sweet. I don't know. So just recently, she started saying like, "How much is it?" Like you know, the I think the reality of how much this thing's going to cost is setting in. Mm. She's like, "How much is this thing?" Like, ah, gosh, four hundred dollars. I don't think you can afford that. <laughs> that's a console. Yeah, and uh, and but. So I don't know if she's just playing at a uh, at a clever ruse oh. because she did this with the Xbox mm. One Christmas as well. Let me say, oh. <laughs> yes, and I so see. she doesn't listen to this podcast, so I can say whatever I please. Oh my, <laughs> she's a tricksy lass. <laughs> yeah, she's very tricky. So I I don't know if she's if it's for real, and she's like because she's the CFO around here. Um, oh yeah, CEO. Uh-huh. I like to think of myself, you know, mm-hmm. and then she's a CFO big time. I have to get CFO approval to buy pretty much anything. So, yeah. And, but then what are your children? What roles are they? Oh, a grunt one and grunt two. <laughs> <laughs> they, they work, they work in the mail room. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> I like it. But anyway, so I, yeah, I don't know if she's being tricksy or if she is, uh, serious. If if she's for real, then it's gonna be, make me very sad. And then I too, Chris, will be asking the same question. How, oh man! How do you get it? How do you do it, <laughs> guys? Dustin from Handsome Phantom. Dustin, how did you do it? <laughs> you know, things like that. So, so I, I went straight to the source on this one. I uh, oh. asked asked my wife directly. Okay. Oh, nice. And she said, "Tell him to do what you do." Just keep on whining about it until eventually she buys it for you. <laughs> so that's going to be my suggestion straight from the source. Soft, passive aggressive. Yes. Uh, and persistent. And I think you, you'll get there. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> one more. Um, and I've never done this. I would never do this. Not me. <laughs> but I've heard stories of people doing this. If, if you can come up with a way that the two of you could enjoy the PSVR together mm, mm. Hmm. that maybe she would buy into it a little bit more as we're buying something for us rather than right. She's buying something for you. And again, I would never do that. That's, that's a low ball that I would never throw, <laughs> but yeah. I've heard tell of people doing that. Yeah. I've also done this trick many, many times. This is, this is the old days though. Yeah. We've become a little more responsible, but 
what I typically would do is I'd find something of equal value that she really wants and make some kind of bargain. Like, listen, mm. if you really want that thing, that's cool. You can get it, but uh, this guy's getting PSVR. <laughs> the old quid pro quo, Clarice. <laughs> yes. I like it. <laughs> so you can try any or all of the above, and you may just have some luck. So good luck to you, Chris. Good um, luck. Godspeed. Yeah. Godspeed to you. So <laughs> our buddy Fiona Godspeed. writes in and says, what retro game would you want to see redone in modern graphics? And what game dev would you want to make it? So we've we've talked about this quite maybe maybe a while back, I think. Um, maybe a similar question. But it's been quite a while. And I know our buddy Casey has never answered this one on the show. So I want to readdress this one. Let's do this. Casey, All right. Casey, do you do you have a retro game that you'd like to see done, redone, remade, modern graphics? What did I do? I do, and I I struggled to. Of course, I'm the textbook overthinker, and so I said, hmm. I wonder what the definition of a retro game is. Like, how mm. exactly far do we go <laughs> back? Nice. So, but I started thinking about it, and I actually started thinking about some of my favorite games that I've played over the years. And I came up with uh, two two that I would really, really like to see. Um, the first one is The Legend of Zelda, The Oracle of Ages and Seasons that was oh, wow. on, the, on the Game Boy Color. I'm a big handheld gamer. Wow. Yeah. Um, I would love to see those redone, you know, because The uh, Link Between Worlds came out. Uh, two or three years ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. And that thing looked amazing. It played amazing. I could only imagine how much I would love to have Oracle of Ages and Seasons redone on, on a modern handheld console. Oh, that would, yeah. that would be mean, the bomb Do Link's for me. Awakening while you're at it, too, because I've never played that one, and I'd love to play that, too. Yeah, and, and I picked up all of these games from the, uh, the Nintendo E store uh-huh. a little while mm-hmm. back. And I mean, they're still fun, but if you could get them redone with like the modern technologies, that would just that would just be the bee's knees as far oh, as I'm yeah. concerned. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. odd that Nintendo has not kind of joined in. It's like seeing all the money everyone else is making on remasters and like joined in. But I guess exactly. they've been content to just keep reselling them every generation like we talked about last time. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Nintendo has remade a couple of them in it, to an extent, yeah. like the Wind Waker. True. They uh, they released with higher resolution graphics and textures and and they did Ocarina of Time for the 3DS also. It's oh that's true, but the, that one wasn't really a remake. It right. was just kind of right. re-released. And it's the weird. Right. It's the weirdest thing because they kind of pioneered that. I mean, if you think back to like Super Mario All Stars, they they had re redone the graphics for the uh, some of those older games, you know, and um, yeah, it's it's just kind of. Uh, it's kind of kind of sad that they've abandoned it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have so many good games that they could remake, and I, for one, would be throwing my money at them <laughs> if they did that. Yeah, for real. Um, uh, you know, it's funny. My answer was also going to be a Nintendo game. I I would like to see um, like Super Mario World. Just like I don't know what they could do, but I just want to see them do something to make super Mario world modern. Hmm. Um, maybe that's just a really intricate art style, you know, or, or maybe, maybe it's a new 3d reimagining of, of the levels in some way. I don't know. 
I don't know. It just sounds like it'd be really fun. And I, I feel like I would get a lot of enjoyment out of it. Yeah. I, I thought about that one too. And the, the thought of being able to play through that in the style of like the new super Mario brothers that came out on like the Wii and the Wii U. Yeah. That would, that would also be a really, really great experience. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, my answer would have been a few years back. It would have been flashback. Like just redo flashback, mm. but then they redid flashback and it was garbage. So oh. <laughs> uh, because part of the reason, you know, and I, I guess I would, I would still pick this game, I suppose, because like I would want someone to redo it, but keep the gameplay the same. The problem was they didn't believe in the original gameplay. They they're like, oh, we need to update the graphics and also the soundtrack and also all the gameplay. And it's like, well, <laughs> you kind of ruined it. And now everyone hates you. So, <laughs> so that was my answer, but I, I guess it's still my answer. Yeah. That's the, oh, but what studio we, we forgot, or did you guys kind of, oh, I mean, it would just be Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo, yeah, Nintendo would be yeah. ours. Yeah. For us. I mean, for me, from a flashback, I guess I would want, I, I would, the Royal Wii. I would scrape. Yeah. For, for me and myself and I, I would want like, so we'd scrape together from the four corners of the globe, the old Delphine software crew. And have them oh. redo their own game. It'll be glorious. Mm. So there you go. Yeah, so glorious. <laughs> I wonder what those guys are up to these days. I don't know. I think actually a couple of them did work on that flashback remake. <laughs> oh. But, <laughs> anyway, I would I would be in charge of this effort. And oh, then it, yeah. that would be great. So, yeah, that's perfect. Kelly perfect. writes in and he says, what? Oh, he says, what's your backlog like? Do you ever mm. purchase slash receive games before you finish one, the one you're playing? Do you play yep. more than one at a time? He says, my nope. backlog goes back to last year. I keep buying games as they come out, and it's pretty bad. So, yeah, I definitely have a problem. I'm trying to open up Steam right now so that I can tell you and just a small example of how bad my backlog of shame is. Yeah. Um, if someone else wants to go, I'll, I'll, I'll hold off for a second well, while that's open. Also, Carrie wrote in and said, how many games do you have on the backlog? I have at least 20 games I need to play. So everyone's wondering about our backlog, the backlog, <laughs> and it's, Oh, it's bad news. My backlog is, is seriously shameful at this point. Cause it was already really bad. And then I took mm-hmm. like two months almost off of gaming to move and, do all this nonsense oh, grown man, up stuff. Yeah. So now it's like, I don't even know where to begin to get back in. I'm just like playing kind of whatever my boy is playing. And <laughs> like, yeah. So I, I knew, I knew, I know I want to play episode two of, um, the tales from the borderlands. And I, I've been really itching to get back into the Witcher three. Um, mm-hmm. but then I also know that I'm honor bound to play mass effect three very soon. Um, um, because the new one's coming out so i'll have to fire up the old ps3 and do that um better do it man gosh i know i still want to play give yourself plenty of time yeah (laughs) yeah well once i get into it then i i I will shun like reading books and watching movies and watching tv and just do that with all my spare time you know um (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then it'll be great but for right now like i was just like I would get home and I'd be all I'd maybe do some project unpacking the house or doing, you know, regrouting a shower or something. And then I would come <laughs> and I'd plop down on the couch and like, I'm just gonna watch some Netflix. You know, there's I, I can't put effort into anything right now. <laughs> I'm too tired. Oh yeah. That's a hundred percent how <laughs> yeah. I feel after I've worked like a, a week full of overtime yeah. also. So I can totally relate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my my gaming backlog, I would with no I'm looking at it right now. 
And there are, yeah, there's at least 20 games. Um, I, oh, that's cute. I think 22 sitting here physically. And then I have a ton digital as well on the PS4. Okay. <laughs> so, that's a little better. Yeah. So, so on Steam alone, I have 231 games that I own. And I have probably played 10% of those. <laughs> so wow. there you go. There's my digital. There's my there's my backlog of shame. I'm probably not going to play most of them also. Um, <laughs> in my defense, I got most of them through Humble Bundles back when they oh, were yeah, awesome. Yeah. Uh, they're not quite as awesome as they used to be, in my humble opinion, because they like kind of turn it into a Steam competitor. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, like so I have so many games and most of them I'm not going to play. I didn't even beat Headlander, which is a game I was super excited about. Yeah. That's in my Steam backlog oh, of shame. So boy. Now, do you play so yeah, do you play more than one game at a time though? Not really. And also Destiny tends to take up a lot of my time around this time of See, year that's, as well. That's the problem with these games like Overwatch that are so good where you just want to play them and play them and play them. You just end up not ever playing the other games. That would only take like 6-7 hours of your time. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah I must be the outlier here because I don't have a an enormous backlog. No, my. Um, I I generally only buy one game at a time, and I kind of play through that and then move on to the next one. But the issue is exactly what you guys brought up: games like Destiny and Overwatch that just keep on sucking you back in <laughs> yeah. and yep. keep on. And I've put way more time into Destiny than. Then I'd like to admit David can <laughs> David can verify that. Yeah, oh, yeah. and Overwatch as well. Um, how, okay, but yes. so you prestiged once, and, and how Overwatch, far are you into that? Oh yeah, I'm almost back to like ninety something. That's so crazy. I'm almost <laughs> prestiging again. Yeah, so Gosh. that'll be two. That'll be level two hundred that he's hit on Overwatch. That's it, correct. It's amazing. It's inspiring. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad I can inspire you. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, Mike's getting pretty close, and then Maya. Well, no, she. Oh, Ashley, she's the one that's also up there pretty high. Yeah, she's Ashley at like 160 so something like that. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, generally I don't have a really active backlog, but I went out and bought Rise of the Tomb Raider a week ago, mm-hmm. maybe, and I have mm-hmm. literally not put the disc into the console because. If it's not Destiny or it's not Overwatch, there's nothing in there, and so I just I just can't. As much as I loved the uh, the last iteration of the Tomb Raider, I have not brought myself to play it yet. Yeah, um, I have that one too that, that I haven't played. Yeah, I, I've got maybe five or six games in my backlog that I'm probably realistically going to play. I I don't. I'm not one of those. I'm I'm a little bit frugal, and so I I don't mm-hmm. go out and spend money on games that I don't think I'm going to play. But that's just me. Lots of good quality. To yeah, have, yeah, yeah sure. definitely. So uh, my problem is, um, I have a big enough backlog that I I typically don't buy anything as far as brand new games unless it's like this amazing sale on PSN, and then I'll then I'll mm-hmm. pick it up just because you know you'd be a fool not to. And then, mm-hmm. <laughs> then what happens is I'll see the shiny new game like Battlefield One, and I'll be like, "Oh, ooh, I really want to play that one." And I give it cuts, <laughs> cutsies in line uh, in front of all the other games I already ha- have. You give it cutsies, I love it. And and I'll I'll put it on the old Christmas or birthday list, or just buy it, you know, um, with with you know CFO approval. 
and mm-hmm. right, it's all, it's course, all in the naturally. up and up, you know. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so, yes. And then um, <laughs> above board, yeah. And then yeah, I'll play that, and then you know. But in the meantime, I've probably bought one or two more digital games, and maybe been given another game, and so it's uh, it's it's a shameful, shameful thing. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have a lot. You know, of time. <laughs> I think I think the backlog is something that everyone has all the time. But you and know what? I don't think I've I've heard people say you know like uh, I think our buddy JJ uh, was one of them. He said like a backlog is a frame of mind, man. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, everyone has a backlog of shame. And if everyone has a backlog of shame, why are we all so ashamed of it? You <laughs> right. <know what> I mean? <laughs> it's these backlog taboos that have been forced on you, man. That's all it is. Yeah, it's, man. It's the man telling you what you it's should and shouldn't want. Man. The man, man. <laughs> Andrew writes in, he says, uh, I've been in a gaming rut lately and I don't feel super amped to play, most likely due to my school workload. Have you ever experienced this and how did you get out of it? Yeah, it's it's funny, this question, because I've absolutely been in the same thing. Like like I was mm-hmm. just saying, I've just been so tired, like I just can't do, I, I can't even, you know? You can't you can't even right now. You can't even. I can't even sometimes. Oh my. <laughs> but I have gone through them before and I, I think it's I think it's healthy to take a little break sometimes. Read a book. You know? You just No, don't read a book. Read a book, watch some movies, <laughs> catch up on your movies, catch up on your TV okay, show. That one. Watch Daredevil season two, maybe. Watch or Daredevil. Maybe, uh, See David's handiwork maybe. on on Daredevil season two <laughs> on your effects shots. Yeah, listen to the music that he composed for Daredevil. No, <laughs> no that's not what I did, guys, and you know it. I oh, was like, Master not a Chief in that one, or was that, no. was that another one? He was in the I can't, Daredevil. I can't keep guys. them all straight. He was uh, in the Daredevil costume. Yeah, I'm that's at it. My wits end. Yeah, I can't, I can't even. He so, can't even. Yeah, I, I I say take a little break. No big whoop, you know. It, you don't always have. I mean, even though it can feel like because gamers tend to be a little obsessive, like we've just displayed, that you have to keep on top of it. Otherwise, you're gonna fall behind, you know. <laughs> but it is a hobby, and it should be fun. And you shouldn't get stressed about your yeah, backlog. It should never though. feel like work. Yeah, and, and you know that's actually the reason I stream and then don't stream and stream and don't stream. I stop streaming when it's starting to feel like work mm. instead of just fun, yeah. you know? And then I just, yep. then I just play video games for me and for a little while. Uh, but yeah, like, so I, I get burnt out. Uh, I work, sometimes I'll work, you know, 13 hours in a day or whatever. And, uh, when that happens, I come home and the last thing I want to do is like play video games. I just come home and lay on my couch. And so for me, the thing that makes me more want to play, uh, is, um, like, just time like if i don't have a lot of free time i don't want to play a lot of games yeah um and and so freeing up my schedule a little bit is how i you know bring out of the rut yeah 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 so yeah so there you go that's my answer yeah so i'm uh getting to a point where i'd like to take a little break also and so i decided that having a kid would be a good way to <laughs> take a break from gaming. Oh, that's right. You're um, expecting, right? Yeah, I'm expecting. Yeah, that will so, certainly do the trick. Yeah, that's I'm not. That's not for everybody. I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, that's that's not the go all. You know, end all. You um, could get a very demanding pet if you prefer. 
It's true. Yeah, that like too. a super like particular. It needs to be this temperature at this time of day every day. Yeah, right? you have like, to, like, a, sh- like a sugar glider. <laughs> oh, there like you go. That. Sugar gliders. Some yeah, they're nocturnal super animal. particular. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just get get one of those babies or a really high maintenance dog or something. And there that'll, that'll give you a little uh, little yeah. break from gaming. Yeah, you'll have a break for like 18 years and then you can start gaming again. <laughs> 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 All right. And the last question we have here is from John. He says, based on the rumored specs and price, are you picking up a switch day one? Casey, uh, Casey, what do you think? Oh can I go boy. first? Yeah. Cause we, yeah, we yeah, talked, we talked about the switch a whole bunch on the last episode. Mm-hmm. What, what are your thoughts on this? And I, I have a very long and drawn out answer for this. Oh, nice. No, <laughs> <laughs> he's not at all. He's not folks. He's not. Wow. In. He just dropped the mic, you guys. Boom. <laughs> oh, there it was. Did you hear it? Yep. He dropped it down a very long hole, and that's that why was the boom yeah, was so we, delayed. You know, we, we won't be doing day one, um, but I'm very intrigued. Maybe maybe by the summer, after some games are out, uh, we'll pick pick that bad boy up. I'm not going I'm not gonna rush in, but I'm man, I'm it looks really awesome. Only fools rush in, right? Yeah. <laughs> what a fool <laughs> believes, David. <laughs> yes that is that's what keeps the listeners coming back david it's your oh yeah man <laughs> my, my michael mcdonald it's your person. michael mcdonald <laughs> what a fool oh man that was great i can't even oh, I, I try it this is what we do on our late night gaming sessions yes. is we end up singing what a fool believes yeah it's and I, I can't even attempt it right now but it, oh, is, it, is, it is astonishing all right astonishing um so for, for me the answer is basically uh, yes yes if there's like a bunch of good games but that if there's like take in mind john this is Moneybags tate talking this is Moneybags this Tate is talking. City He's Tate. gonna buy everything all the time. He's got always. a briefcase full of cash, handcuffed to his wrist. <laughs> most I times. just carry it around with me. At most, I carry times. it around, and you know I spend money yeah. as I see fit, as wherever that, that, and whatever whim <laughs> takes him. He just spins. <laughs> Guys, I don't actually make that much money. Okay, I do make a lot of money, but I also live in New York, New York City, so they take a lot of my money away that I make. So. It, it all balances out. But uh, yeah, so like if there's like a new Mario and a new Zelda and like maybe like a new third party title that is, you know, Wii exclusive, I'm in. But, or not Wii, I'm sorry, Switch exclusive, then I'm in. But uh, otherwise, yeah, I'll wait a little while because there's no, there's no, there's no need to get it right away. I don't really game mobily anyway. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it's just a matter of the games, really just a matter of the games. What about if, uh, Karen came over to your house and played with you oh, on Karen, day one, would you pick it up? If Karen was like, David, I will date you. If you buy a Nintendo switch, I'm buying a Nintendo switch. Cause there you, you go. Know, Nintendo. There you go. Nintendo. The, the gauntlet has been thrown. Yeah. All right, then good old money bags, Tate. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> Miss Maya came through with a... Oh, yeah, she came through big time. She came through with some video game Would You Rathers, and I think we would be remiss to not do at least one. Mm. So, yes. I think... I, here, here's, I, I say this is the best one. So, would you rather okay. have to play through The Evil Within 
with the entire soundtrack replaced by Christmas music. <laughs> or have the or play through The Last of Us with no soundtrack at all. Mm. Oh. So my answer on this one, I mean, I think I think The Last of Us would still be really good with no soundtrack at all. It would just be like really gritty and disturbing, you know, mm-hmm. pro- just just as much as it already is, just maybe not as emotional in some There'd spots. be no heartwarming moments. There would only be only awful. Yeah, only dismay and despair all the all time. Because all the heartwarming stuff came from the music, like when you see the, the animals in the city. Yeah. You know, no, that sh- music sh- that sh- starts sh- playing. Sh- sh- what the game is like five years old four years old (laughs) there's no like there's no animals anywhere in the game uh yeah there's no animals in the game at all ever (laughs) animals have been wiped off the face of the planet sorry that was a spoiler that was a spoiler no it's fine the real twist Um, comes when you find out the animals are aliens Ooh, hey now you're getting into spoiler territory Adam. But yeah so mm, i was thinking man i'd rather play through the evil within with christmas music because that would be so <laughs> creepy it would be so terribly <laughs> creepy but it, it actually might uh sully the good uh vibes from some of those christmas classics oh you know like yeah, you wouldn't be able to help but think all of a sudden like of- now i'm associating like santa claus is coming to town with like shotgunning a like a monster's face off you know so i just don't <laughs> i think it would be eerie it would still I, I think either one would be fine i'm gonna go with evil within with christmas music oh, oh, is, is it like the classics or is it like the department store Christmas music where it's just kind of like monotone, mm. just like the rhythm and the, you know, or is it, you know, like you're walking around shooting people and it's like, walking, dreaming of, <laughs> you know, that, that, yeah. is, that is way more creepy than like, it's mer- well, the weather outside. Is <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's amazing. It's like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. the yeah. fire is so delightful. <laughs> I would love it. I would love playing let that snow, game. Let it snow, let it snow. <laughs> so that's, that's my answer. That's glorious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is great. Um, I think in a world that was designed around laughter, the evil within with Christmas music yes. is definitely my, my answer. Awesome. But I think in terms of actually what I would want to play, it would probably be The Last of Us with no music. Yeah. Even though I would lose the happier moments in the game, they would still kind of be there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think I'd have to I go think, with that. I think I'm actually going to play The Evil Within with the music turned all the way down and listening to Christmas music while I do so. <laughs> you should do a stream. You should do a stream like that. <laughs> hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Walking uh, around the Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, that would be wait. that would be the best. This is gonna be, we have to do here this. Come Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the guy, the chainsaw guys coming. Frosty the snowman. All right, you guys. Podbean. Podbean. So, Podbean. you know the folks out there, they're listening to this show, they're thinking, hey, if these jokers can do it, well, I could certainly do it, probably even ten times better. And they, you know, and but the only problem is, who's going to host these MP3s once I create them, you know? You can't just mm-hmm. put them anywhere. No, you can't just, like, drop them on the internet and expect them to be found. Yeah, you're not going to put them on a flash drive and here, no. <laughs> I'll go to my friend's house, plug it into his computer, then he'll have my podcast. You can't do yeah. that. You can't go about it. It's it's exhausting. We tried. Mm-hmm. So, what you want to do is you want to go to podbean.com slash r slash sbfvgs 
and then you sign up for the podcast hosting there. What you get, you get a, uh, a site that's included, a, a website on Podbean. You have your, your podcast show artwork there, all your information, your episode info, um, direct download links, uh, streaming. There's an app they can use, all, the whole nine yards. You also use that Podbean uh, feed, and you publish to iTunes and wherever else people want to get their, uh, their podcasts. Boom. There you go. You're all official. In one fell swoop. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they've been good to us. 56 fortnights now. So Yeah, that's a, long, that's a lot of fortnights. It's so many fortnights. And <laughs> it's all the fortnights. I don't know if they have uh, like a 26 fortnight plan, but that would get you. <laughs> Probably not. That would get you about a year if they did. And yeah. Okay. You can, you can sign up with our link. You help, uh, you help us out. We get a little, a little cut, a little, little piece on the back end, you know? <laughs> little something, something. Little something, something. And then there you go. You're all set with your podcast. And then, yeah. once you have your podcast, then we'll be pod pals. You say, hey, Ooh. hey, gents, how's it going? My podcast is over here. Look, we're doing cool stuff, too. And then we'll be, we'll be pod pals. It'll be wonderful. You know, so <laughs> I say go to podbean.com slash r slash SBFVGS. Sign up today and uh, get going on that podcast. Don't wait. Don't delay any longer. You've been waiting long enough. I think yeah. the whole internet is ready for you. You owe it to yourself and the entire internet to go ahead and start that podcast. <laughs> Right, we finally made it to topic time. Woo. The meat and potato. Mm. Meat and potato gem. So I found out recently, I have this friend that lives in Australia, <laughs> and I found out, so I go by the nickname Tater Tot sometimes, uh, and she, she informed me that in Australia, they're not called Tater Tots, they're called Potato Gems. Potato Gems? <laughs> yeah. It's like so fancy. Uh, th- I don't, I don't know if that's true. I think she's, it is she true. might I've be messing with you. No, no. I've confirmed it with other Australians. It's actually a thing. <laughs> it's a real thing? It's a real thing. Oh, it's boy. very weird. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the meat and potato gem of tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, David, your topic, good sir. <clears throat> oh, yes. Let me pull it up here. I should probably do that. I'm super professional, you guys. <laughs> Um, okay, so my my topic was, uh, what is one game you absolutely loved, but generally got mediocre reviews? Mm. Uh, and a follow up to that: Were you able to see why those games received low scores, or did they, or did they feel just completely unjustified to you? Mm. Does that make sense? Like, so in other words, you saw the flaws in the game, but you still loved it anyway, or those reviews were smoking crack? I don't <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh man, I'm gonna need a second to consider. Do you guys have uh, right. do you have answers at the ready? Well, I do since it's my question. I I had some time to think about my question. So uh, <laughs> so I'll go ahead and start. Um for me that the it's destiny. Um oh, okay. when the first Destiny came out, it got pretty mediocre reviews, like sixes and sevens and fives and like re- fairly low numbers. Um, but meanwhile, I was like loving it. I was having so much fun running around, seeing the story, you know, 
doing daily quests and missions and uh you know the crucible was okay i didn't love it back then Mm -hmm. but uh uh you know i was i had a really good time and then scores didn't come out until a week later because of the way uh bungie decided not to turn the servers on until a week or they didn't turn on the servers early at all they just turned them on when they turned them on and so reviewers couldn't review early so we had to wait like a week before destiny reviews came out and i had already been playing it for a week at this point and reviews started coming out and i was like wait why why aren't why don't they love this game as much as i do and uh you know it's funny because with with destiny in particular it took me a while to start to see why it started getting lower review scores oh, okay um because at first i was like enamored with it i loved it i loved it i loved it and then you know i finally eventually got to the raid and that was great and then like i started to like do things over and over you know and there at that time especially when it first came out there wasn't a like a ton of stuff to do in the game yet um and so i started like it started getting repetitive to me and i started realizing oh i guess i can see why they gave it a lower score now that i've like gotten into this part where i'm doing the same thing over and over again Mm -hmm. um so that was like an instance where I loved the game. I didn't understand it. I thought they were smoking crack. And then, <laughs> and then after a little while, I started to see it. Um, but then the Taken King came out and made the game even better. And then Rise of Iron came out and made the game a little bit better. Uh, just and in that case, it was just adding slightly more things to do. And that, you know, the more to do in that game is better. So, yeah, uh, you know, and they've updated their scores. So anyway, all of this is moot now because games are just going to keep getting updated forever and ever. And they're (laughs) never going to be the same as they were when they launched. So review scores are never going to mean anything anymore. And it's just we live in such a weird time for games. It is a weird time. (laughs) All these all these live games, you know, with with finger quotes live Mm -hmm. where they like update and try to get better and better throughout the years. And on Um, top of that, they're rendered. Oh, they are all rendered. Totally rendered. It's like really great how 3D everything is. (laughs) So I think I I know what you mean now. I have, I have, I think what is a good example of this. This totally happened to me with Devil May Cry 2, if you recall from the early 2000s. So the first Devil May Cry game came out. It was unbelievable. It was super awesome, action, great, just a fantastic action game. You know, the story is dumb, of course, but it's just like a good time. Um, You know, the gunplay with the swords mixed in and everything. I was all jazzed, ready to go for Devil May Cry 2. Mm -hmm. Bought it, you know, sight unseen, didn't care. Like, I had heard it was coming out. This is back in the day before I, you know, had uh, to be a little more, how do we say um dis- responsible <laughs> responsible discriminatory about what, what i buy <laughs> so anyway pick up devil may cry 2 start playing it and i was blind i was blind to it it was like i was watching the phantom menace for the first time <laughs> i was like oh my gosh this is the greatest oh, i love it devil uh-huh. may cry 2 baby woo you know and then <laughs> and then it took several several hours into it before i started realizing like that because at some point in there i had read um a magazine review and they'd given it kind of mediocre score i was like what what gives you know and Mm -hmm. uh, these guys are crazy you know and then so i i go you know probably almost all the way through the game before i start 
start like start accepting the truth you know it's like mm-hmm. now i'm on viewing three or four of phantom menace and i'm like oh man this i don't think this this isn't good oh no mm-hmm. you know <laughs> so finally i was honest with myself and i realized that game was no good um I mean, it wasn't no good, I'll say, but it was it was just not great, and it was a disappointment based off of the first one being so good. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that slow, cold realization creeps over <laughs> you that this isn't nearly as good as what I thought it was or what I remember it being. It's like your favorite band releases a new album, and you're just like, "This is the best, yes!" And then, like, mm-hmm. you, after you realize, like, three weeks later, I'm not listening to it anymore. Why is that? <laughs> what what happened? Yeah, I definitely exactly. Been there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, how about you, Casey? Yeah. So for me, I uh, did a little bit of digging into my uh, my history of, of video games that I've played. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I decided to do was to go back to when I didn't pay attention to reviews. So like when mm-hmm. I was a young guy. Mm-hmm. And. I thought of some games that I really liked, and then I looked up the reviews like now. Mm-hmm. So oh, I didn't even know that they were reviewed bad until just recently. Ah. And so I was just, you know, I, I said, I really enjoyed this game. Let me look at what the reviews were, you know, five, ten years ago, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the game that I came up with was Digimon World on the PlayStation 1. Oh, Okay. Which has a Metacritic score of fifty-two percent uh, oh. now, or not oh, Metacritic, ga- a game ranking score of fifty-two percent. Pretty low. <laughs> it is very low. But I played the heck out of this game whenever mm-hmm. I was a teenager. I I put an untold <laughs> amount of hours. I I don't even know, you know, how I could track. I, I just because the way they evolve, you know, I tried to get like every possible Digimon that you could get. And, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you have you guys ever played Digimon World? Mm-mm, I have no, not. I barely played Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 very time consuming. You spend like three quarters of the game focusing on raising your your Digimon <laughs> and mm-hmm. you have to feed them and you have to exercise them and like take them to school and take them to the gym <laughs> oh my and goodness. they have to go potty. You have to take them to the restroom <laughs> and like if you don't do this stuff right, then they end up digivolving into like a giant pile of poop digimon <laughs> if you do too many things wrong oh, and man, so, like so you don't fun. even really get to play the cool parts of the game which are like the battles and digivolving into the most powerful versions of digimon like 75 percent of the game is spent feeding <laughs> sleeping training potting your digimon i think for for young kids that is like super novel and really awesome but when you get older you're just like no i i already did this like i raised a couple of babies i I don't want to do this again oh my goodness yeah Yeah, so funny story i picked this up uh on uh, on the psp a few years ago and i tried (laughs) to play through it and I couldn't even get like an hour into it. And I was just like <laughs> threw my hands up and I was like, yeah, I can't do this. Can't do this anymore. Uh, now, did you wish like it almost like the never ending story? Like you didn't watch it again, you know, to realize like that it's not good. 
Yeah, I kind of wish. I kind of <laughs> wish that I wouldn't have opened that that Pandora's box. <laughs> to be honest, um, oh man, the I, I think story. my life would have been better if I wouldn't have if I wouldn't have asked. Yeah, it's like, I, I remember <laughs> it being so rad and Atreyu running through the the statues and the lasers almost getting him. Oh my gosh. And then like oh, yep. all I can think of now when like I watched it with the kids and I was just like cracking oh, up man. and the princess is like, Sebastian, please <laughs> <laughs> call my name. <laughs> and, it was, and then there's that super tragic scene where the horse dies. Oh, that, oh my god! Like the most downer, and it's like right at the beginning of the movie too. It's oh, like it's terrible. He, he just starts off on this journey. Like the very first thing that happens is his horse dies. <laughs> yeah, it's, terrible. it's like so now he has to walk the rest of the million miles I, to wherever yeah, he's going to the edges, yeah. uh, the boundaries of Fantasia, of course. Yeah, there um, you go. But yeah, I just. I don't get it because like, uh, well, one thing that's kind of disturbing is I read somewhere, I don't know if this is true, but I read somewhere that that horse really died when they were making the movie. Oh, because no. this is before, this is before all the crazy, like not crazy, but <laughs> very well <laughs> and very sane regulations uh, came into place uh-huh. about what you could and couldn't do to animals while you're making a movie. Um because they used to do terrible stuff, like when they're making westerns, like they make a, a horse would like trip over something and break his leg just for a shot, you know, things like that. So yeah. So so if you uh, watch the credits, does it say like one horse was injured in the filming of this movie, or does it? <laughs> I don't even think they had to disclose that stuff back then. <laughs> <laughs> and that's one horse died. Yeah. Making this, are you happy now? And people? that's why you don't revisit <laughs> yeah. the old favorites if they have a bad review score. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I think you kind of take a gamble. You, you really know, do. Going back and playing, like people always ask, I would like to have a remake of. You know, I would really enjoy a remake of this game. Yeah. But you're you're making a deal with the devil. <laughs> you're playing there. with fire. Yep. Could, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> it, it could go. I, that's the way that I feel about the Final Fantasy VII remake. Like I'm. Mm, it's very a gamble. Much aware that. That it, it could burn me. It could burn me very bad. <laughs> well, you'll always have Paris, you know what I mean? You'll always have mm-hmm. Paris. It's true. All right, you guys. End of the show plugs. End of the show plugs. For all. There you go. For all. Ooh. All right. There you go. Nice. End of the show. This is for There's you, a- the listener. To we just jingle. to just get hit up with tons of plugs and love. Mm, it. This is for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so you can keep up with us at sbfvgs.com. You can head to our YouTube uh, from there. You know, we have some links to the videos, or you can go to um, check out our channel at bit.ly slash sbfvgsyt, or just search mm-hmm. for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover on YouTube. Don't be lazy. Come on. Don't be late. Just do a little. Just do a little bit of work. It's not that hard. <laughs> you can find our just a little bit. There you go. Just a little bit. You can find our t-shirts and other merchandise SBF at VGS. <laughs> Sorry. Just a little bit. <laughs> oh man, that's a good. I like it. I like it. So yeah. um, you go to find our t-shirts, merchandise, uh, coffee mugs, and and put PJs and all that fun stuff. Uh, uh, totes. Good old PJs. Adorbs totes uh, of totes David's adorbs. face. At cafepress.com slash SBFVGS. Yeah. Um, I actually still considering doing those hotcakes yoga pants that, that Miss Mayo <laughs> yes, wants so bad. <laughs> we should totally do those. Um, also, Amazon. We have a couple shirts available on Amazon. 
I actually just ordered one from Amazon. It came with my Prime shipping and everything. Ooh, it was quick. Ooh. I need to do that. The ink, the, the or the screen, uh, whatever the paint. I guess what do you call that stuff? I guess the paint that they use the silk screening. Um, yeah, they. Um, yeah, I mean it was. It still smelled fresh. Like I could. Sm- like they had hmm. just pressed the thing and shipped it to me the next minute. It was pretty cool. It had wow. that fresh shirt smell. That fresh glue, <laughs> glued shirt smell. Um, mm. But yeah, so mm. pretty Just good. like mom used to make. And if it- <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me with that one. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> and it, it fits like a champ. So I highly recommend the, the shirts there. I haven't myself ordered one off of Cafe Press. Can't vouch for those, but who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, keep sending in any news stories you'd like to hear discussed on the show at reddit.com slash r slash sbfvgs. Um, if you get a minute, leave us an iTunes review. We'd be very, very grateful. Hmm. Also, you can support the show by signing up for a podcast. Even if you don't want to make a podcast, just sign up for one. Just do it, and maybe someday you'll want to, and you'll have it. They're ready for you. So <laughs> you won't need to go to all the trouble signing up for a podcast at yeah, that point. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so just, just, pod- just get that out of the way. <laughs> get that out of the way. sillier the later it gets. By the way. So just go to podbean.com slash r slash sbfvgs. You can sign up for a podcast hosting and support there. Um, a very special thanks to our our bud SB SBFVGS. Uh, our bud <laughs> buddy <laughs> our, our our podcast has become sentient and is now friends with us. <laughs> oh man, it's getting loopy. He's not your buddy, pal. <laughs> so, very special thanks to Eric Kruger, our buddy, uh, for our podcast logo and for his handsome, handsome, handsome face. Mm, um, so handsome. Yeah, the yeah. handsomest of faces. <laughs> So you can find us at facebook.com slash SBFVGS, or you can uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SBFVGS podcast. Individually, I'm there as Barry White, B-U-R-Y-W-I-T-E. Mike, who is not on the show, but you can still follow him, is Taco Douglas. <laughs> David is David J. Tate. And Casey is Casey underscore Laur, as in the first four letters of Lawrence. That's yes, it. L A W R. That's Lar. That's how I say it. <laughs> yeah, that works for me. Yeah, friend us on PSN under those same names, except for Mike, who is Taco underscore Douglas, Casey, who is Ultima Kills with a Z on the end. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, make sure you join up with the old Super Best Friends video game sleepover PS4 community, so we can all chat there, play Overwatch, play Destiny. You we can you can see that I'm playing some you know Lego Dimensions, having a great time. <laughs> what have you? It's gonna be good. It's gonna be real good. You won't regret it. Not mm. at all. Special thanks to our super guest friend of honor, Mister Casey Lawrence. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, the pleasure's <laughs> all mine. All right, yeah, it's been great. Thanks, thanks for coming out. Come on back. Indeed. For sure. Yeah, I'll do it anytime. Indeed. Nice. Indeed. Awesome. And that's all the time we have for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Episode 56. Thank you for listening. We'll be back every two weeks with more grainy subway leaks on gaming. (laughs) Hit us up Mm. on Twitter or Facebook with your questions, topics, or musings if you want to be part of the show. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Hey, Casey's clapping. In your face, Mike. In your face. Oh,
I thought you were going to say your tip is don't have a wife. <laughs> no, 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 that's a depressing tip. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.